This is episode 100 of the No Tracers podcast. I hope you enjoy it. This one is with Exploring with Josh. Let's jump into it. Step into the world of decay, abandonment, and chaos. The story of an urban explorer starts here, at the beginning. Welcome to the podcast you've been looking for all along. This is No Tracers. Here, we take only photos. We leave only footprints. And remember, leave no trace. What's up, guys? Welcome back to No Tracers. I'm your host, K, just the letter K. I'm known as No Tracers. You can find me on Instagram at no.tracers, no tracers on TikTok, notracers.com for my photography books, my blogs, all that stuff. And the new YouTube channel is No Tracers Urbex. This week on the podcast, it is episode 100. Yes, 100 episodes of No Tracers. We're over 20,000 downloads. Thank you guys so much for listening to the No Tracers podcast. If you want to come on the show, hit me up at no.tracers on Instagram or contact at notracers.com. I'm also receiving, well, hoping to receive if you would like to send one. I'm going to start doing listener tales. So if you guys have a story you'd like to share but don't necessarily want to come on the podcast, but you want to share your story, shoot me an email at contact at notracers.com and I will read that email on the podcast. You can use your name. You can do it anonymously, however you want. But listener tales, they're coming. Thank you guys for submitting those. This week on the podcast, I'm speaking with Exploring with Josh. Yes, the Exploring with Josh. I've been following Josh for several years now and I've always wanted to talk to him about exploring and now is my opportunity and I am so very grateful that he took the time out of his crazy travel schedule to jump on the No Tracers podcast to share his story with us. I hope you guys enjoy it. Before we get into it, I got to thank our partner on the podcast, Liquid Death Mountain Water. If you've never heard of Liquid Death, well, hey, it's a water company. They can water. So it's canned water. They have still sparkling and three sparkling flavors of water, mango chainsaw, severed lime, and bury it alive. If you guys want to check it out, use code just the letter K at liquiddeath.com or click the link down in the description. You get 10% off your order. Thank you, Liquid Death, for partnering with me. I appreciate you guys. Lastly, if you guys want to pick up my new book, How to Explore Abandoned Buildings, go check it out at notracers.com. There's also a merch line. We got beanies, hoodies, t-shirts, all kinds of stuff on there. Thank you guys. Without further ado, Exploring with Josh, welcome to the podcast. Let everyone know who you are and how long you've been exploring to the No Tracers audience. All right. So what's up, guys? My name is Josh from the YouTube channel Exploring with Josh. Um, I've been exploring um honestly maybe for the last like uh, i'd say 10 to 12 years but on the internet for youtube i've been exploring for about eight years now if yeah give or take so what got you into exploring in the first place like what was your first introduction to abandonment and urbex all right. Yeah. So what happened was I was skipping uh, school one day. I was in uh, 10th grade and my friend had a car and he's like, hey, to kill time, let's go to this abandoned place that I used to go to because he used to live next to an abandoned asylum. And so he would 
uh, just go there whenever. I don't really know the background history on that, but he said, yeah, let's go skip school and, and go there. It's about a 35 minute drive. It was actually in Rhode Island, um, in Exeter, Rhode Island. There was a place called the lad schools for people that may or may not know. And it's gone now, but at the time it was there and he took me there. And man, when I went inside there, I loved it. I was in, I don't know how old I was. I just remember I was in 10th grade <laughs> and I was just like, holy shit, this is awesome. Like, this is so cool. And I was just exploring, seeing like old documents of the place or I would see like old, like, um, you know, there's spoons and stuff. It wasn't too much there. It was so destroyed, but I loved it. I loved how the fact that how it looked, the outside was ridiculously spooky um, I just enjoyed it all, and we explored it up and down, seen the morgue, went inside the top roof, and just chilled. And I just loved the vibe and the and how relaxed it was. And the best part about it, it was free. Didn't yeah. have a job. <laughs> and, yeah, so it was just a nice adventure. It felt like I was in the Goonies. Used to love the yes, Goonies when I was yes. a kid. Yep, inspired by Stand By Me as well. So I, wow. I really connected hard on this. Wow. So your first explore was an asylum. Did that give you like an affinity for exploring asylums? Like, do you have a specific type of building that you prefer to explore? Um, yeah, I'd say asylums would be my number one sanitariums, asylums, tuberculosis hospitals. They're mm -hmm. my number one favorite to do. And then second would be a tie though with uh, theme parks. Oh yeah. I mean, I haven't done too many theme parks, but I feel like that's an like a, an untapped market for myself. It's something that I really want to do more of. I've done like little theme parks. Like there's actually one in Rhode Island. Speaking of Rhode Island, there's like an old little tiny neighborhood amusement park. That's like barely there. It's just the skeleton of things, but, uh, it, it's cool to do like theme parks and, and different things. And the fact that urban exploring isn't just like abandoned houses, you know, there's so many different types of abandoned places out there. Um, for you, when did photography come into your life? Like when did you first pick up a camera and then when did you start documenting the abandoned? Ah, uh, cool. Yeah. So, well, um, after that day I went home and I would type in like abandoned places because I was fine. I, I want to know if there was more. I really enjoyed skipping school. It was like the best thing I ever did was to skip school and go <laughs> with my friend off, honestly. And then so I Googled if there was any more in my area or just New England in general. And I found m so many hospitals that just popped up like Medfield State School, um, Plymouth County Hospital, Norfolk, like a lot of them that that were kind of prime back in the day that are completely gone or just wasted right now. And so I would, then I found the forms. It was like forms on abandoned places. And I found a lot of pictures. I was like, dang, these pictures look good. And I think I had a, I just had a cell phone and like a point and shoot camera that took batteries. And I was like, all right, let's try to like take photos like everyone else. Like I'm just trying <laughs> to fit in I'm like super young, just trying to figure this out. And so I, I, I still to this day have all my old photos even videos and pictures of when I'm like 16 posing in some of these places. I'm 29 now, by the way. So it's been a while. So um, I kind of just downloaded like these phone apps called like Snapseed. And, and yes. back in the day, and, and people who know that are old, they'll, they'll tell you it's like back in the day, people would like make HDR like a huge thing and like blast <laughs> HDR to the fullest for abandoned places. And that was the thing that was in. Like it was yeah. just super HDR colored. It was really ugly. But back then people enjoyed it or liked it. And yeah. I thought it was even good as well. So I'm, I'm doing all those. I have countless photos with just this ugly HDR everything. <laughs> and I thought it was great. And I didn't know anything else about photography except that just trying to just trying my ways wow. until I graduated high school. And, you know, then I was like, um, I think it was 19 or 20 is when I first bought my real camera to take photos and start learning. Wow. So 
for speaking of like cameras and, and things like that, can we go into like gear? So urban exploring gear for people that are just getting into the hobby. Do you have things that you would recommend? You've been doing this for quite a while. Like, do you have like a, a bag that you love? Cause for me, I went through like six, seven, eight bags before I found the one that I have now, you know? So, uh, bags, flashlights, uh, shoes, anything like that, that you'd recommend to people that are trying to get into urban exploring. Um, I mean, well, dude, like back in the day, like just trying to get your hands on a camera with good low light was almost impossible. Like yeah. they, 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 they were non-existent. Um, I mean, you would have to do the whole, you know, send down the tripod thing and, and all that. But nowadays you can kind of almost get away with kind of almost taking like these photos with some sunlight because technology just have, has gotten so much better. Even with bags. I mean, sadly, it's weird. But I mean, I remember I started off with like four different bags as well before getting to a bag I like. But the bag I use right now, hang on, I'm going to pull it up. I got to see the actual. All right. All right. The bag's in my hand. I'm using the Pro Tactic Active Zone Low Pro bag. It's called BP450 AW2. And that is by Low Pro. And it's the best, in my opinion, it's the best bag to hold two or three lenses and a drone and a tripod and your camera at the same time with extra room for like, I don't know, your passport, memory cards, um, a GoPro. It's the best bag. I don't care what other people have because <laughs> no one would ever convince me to change my bag. I love that. And yeah, for shoes, I mean, dang. Oh, honestly, I'm one of those guys who like always grow unprepared, but um, I would just bring a pair of Tims and just call it. I'll just wear Tims. Yep. Low pro, no, low like ankle tims not high top tims but gotcha. just some yeah um and for tripods i'm on i'm on a weird one hang on let me see what i'm using i don't even know what i'm using right now actually someone sent me it and so someone sent me it and i really ended up enjoying it all right it's a long one it's called veo 235 cbp and that's what I'm using. So they named yeah. their tripod a serial number. <laughs> yeah, 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 right? Yeah, okay. That's I mean, ridiculous. It's, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to show someone what I'm using. Yeah. But yeah, that's yeah, that's what I'm got. That's what I got. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, I love talking gear on this podcast because every explorer has a different preference. And that's what like makes it everybody always asks me, like, when I post a new episode, like who, who who uses this and like what should I get and I'm like I don't know literally whatever you want just try stuff out until you find what you like like you were just saying like no one's going to convince you to get a different bag because you love your bag and you know I've got a, a wandered bag that's what I use and I've used that for like six seven years now since since they created the brand I and uh, it's been my favorite bag so far but I know low pro makes some really good stuff so a uh, wandered bag yeah they did like I a Kickstarter. So they did a Kickstarter like up. six years ago. It's W-A-N-D-R-D, Wandered. Oh, Wandered. Yeah. Let me see. Okay. I've seen some influences. You've probably seen, yeah, like Instagram bag. ads and shit. Yeah. Yeah. They're mm -hmm. all over the place. But I actually love this bag and it, all my other bags. I used to have like a Nat Geo photography bag. That thing fell apart so fast. I was like, how could any Nat Geo <laughs> photographer use this? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Dang. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. I'm like the brand that, that you would think would be the best is not really the best, you know? So yeah, I, I love my wandered bag and you know, I've actually got two of them and uh, I would love to get like a smaller version. It's, it's like a 21 liter bag. So it's pretty big and I'm a small person. I'm like five foot three, a hundred pounds. So I'm not, not trying to oh, okay. haul around a bunch of gear, you know, yeah. but, um, so you obviously 
have been massive to the space as far as like YouTube explorers go and you know that kind of thing uh when did you get into making YouTube content when was when did you first get into that and what made you want to go that route because you know some people just stay with photography on Instagram and others go the the video route oh man all right um all right so it was I was 20 years old at so so about nine years ago I I watched I watched a skateboarding video about friends that would skateboard in an adventure, but there was nothing really abandoned to it. But I loved how they were just vibing out like Goonies without yep. adventure in terms of the abandoned, but they were vibing out like the Goonies, hanging out. It was so awesome that I was like, dude, I, it made me buy a longboard. It was a longboarding company. It made me buy a longboard. <laughs> yep. And I started longboarding with my friends and I was kind of videotaping some of that. But I, and, and mind you, Every weekend, I had a new abandoned place lined up to go to, but I was never filming that. I was just wow. filming like my lawnboarding stuff. And then at at the time, I was working for um, this company as like a forklift driver, and I, I never went to college or anything. I just you know I graduated high school, and that was kind of it. And I was just realizing that this life sucks. Like I really hated it. And and I remember like at the moment, like I was doing, you know, like I said, abandoned places every weekend. I was taking photos. I started to really love it. I was like, dude, like people are at the time vlogging was big. And I would watch some of my favorite YouTubers back in the day, which would be like fun for Louie. Mm -hmm. And I would literally sit there and watch him just eat some of his food and start the day off in the morning. And I'm like, dang, how am I? Why am I watching this? Actually, what? What? Why am I even watching this? Why is this even something interesting to me? So I was just like. Why not I show the other side that I, of me, like going to abandoned places, like the thing I do on the weekend. So then I started off the first one. I would, I, w I went to, um, God, I think it was, oh man, Paul Denver State's, I think it's State Hospital, State School. Yeah. And this is in Massachusetts. So those, some of those people who listen to your podcast would know what that is. That place has been gone for a while. But I went there, I think it was like my first abandoned video or one of them. And I just, I've already been there like four times, but I kind of just went and acted life like I'd never been there before. I kind of just wanted to re, <laughs> yeah, I just filmed it. I just filmed it as if I just got there for the first time. I've already done like 40, 50, 100, whatever places for the last like few years. So I already knew where places were. So I just re-went back, pretend, oh, wow. I didn't, I never say, I never said I didn't go there before, but I sure. never said I went there before. I kind of just filmed what I seen and how I went with it. Wow. Said some history, explored and did exactly what I would do off camera, but on camera. I, I, I've always had that personality where it didn't matter. I never was shy about anything. I just could do anything without people thinking, without me thinking about other people thinking about me. Yeah. And yeah. And so I filmed it and, uh, and then the first year, because I was the only one I think the proper people started like a month or two after me, uh -huh. but I don't think they really knew me and I didn't know them. So it wasn't like, oh, I started first or anything like sure. that. I'm not saying that. I'm just, I just think, you know, it was starting to become an idea that other people were thinking about as well. And so it blew up hard. All my videos were blowing up super hard. And then at the time I was working for that company and I was like, dang, I'm starting to make some money on here now. This is actually getting cool. I took a little chance and risk and it worked. And then so I ended up quitting my job to just continue YouTube full time for Abandon. And I already had a head start because I knew where all the spots I were going to because I already been to them for the last three years. I just went back to all of them and posted a video like one time or twice a week on these locations that I've already went to. Yo, you're a fucking genius. <laughs> That's so, <laughs> dude, like you already had the catalog, like you already had a map. 
You know, like you weren't like building your map as you went. Like you had a map. Like that's crazy. I did. did. That's so nuts to think about the fact that you like reverse engineered content creation because you already had the stuff. You just needed to film it. Like that's brilliant, man. And like, no no wonder you blew up so like so well. well. To be fair, there was a little bit more to it. Like I did, I did already knew, I knew how to edit already Mm -hmm. because at the time I used to break dance. So if you notice, yeah, yeah, yeah. A few people went, yeah. My channel is called the Art of Reality Crew. That's actually my URL link. It's not exploring with Josh. It's literally the Art of Reality Crew. And that's because I used to be a break dancer and I was filming my break dance stuff on the channel as it started. (laughs) So then I already kind of knew how to edit. And then I used to do other things. So I was like, wow, all right, I can just take. I can I can watch a vlog and know how to edit because I already know how to edit. So I can understand how people are editing and what their styles like. So then I created my own style from Abandon and I used big big stuff that influenced me, which would be like fun for Louis, his vlog style, yeah. but also video games like Silent Hill and Resident Evil. Sure. And I put it all together and that's how I created my kind of style from years ago. So I, I was instantly creating stuff that no one has seen or done before and I was posting it. Dude, that's so cool. Like, I I love hearing, like, the journey of how you got to where you are now. And so do you have any urban exploration injury stories? Um, hmm. No, actually, I never, I never actually got hurt. I fell through a floor ever. Wow. Um, oh my God, I do have one. Shit. I actually forgot about this one. Uh, there was a, there was an old school and the door was like eh, it probably had like a screw on it or something it you know you just had to like push it open a little harder than it should to get the screw out of it it wasn't held, it wasn't even held on by a board it was just a screw so i'm pulling it to thinking the screw is going to just pop out and the 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 actual door handle snapped in half and when it snapped in half the other half sliced my fingers open oh and i yeah and i had to drive with one hand <laughs> while holding onto my shirt to stop the bleeding to the hospital and when i got to the hospital i only had a certain insurance and they wouldn't even take me with my hand bleeding so i had to drive to another hospital Shut up. yeah and then and then i had to drive to the other hospital oh, to get stitches oh my god yeah i okay so that was when you get to the hospital and they're like what happened like what did you tell them i told them i i i i uh, fell i just said hey i fell <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said I was skateboarding and I fell. Actually, I remember yep. that. And they didn't care because they're like, my insurance wasn't accepted here, so they told me to leave and go to another hospital. Oh my so god! So I had to. St- yeah, that's that's the, the that's what sucked. Oh, America! <laughs> but that's the only thing, though. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say that. That's America for you. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the only actual thing in like eight years. I've heard stories of like a few people I know, like oh, like an icicle melted like it, someone yeah. melted and landed on someone and stabbed them yeah i'm like dude how does that even happen yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean uh, even on this podcast i've heard people got impaled by spike fences you know just like crazy oh, shit man. you know i mean and it happens but i mean fortunately i happen. i too haven't really had too many injuries other than like cuts and scrapes you know the normal urban exploring injuries that are very minor but man slicing your yeah. fingers open while exploring that sounds like a bad time <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that. But the be grateful though. That's it. And like Absolutely. doing a lot. I've done so many. So, like, think about this. Ain't just like going on the weekend thing anymore. This is like I'll do five a day, or yeah. no, that five a day. Like five, like one or three a day for like a week. It's like a job sure. almost. Sure. So like I, it's like at high risk where like you think you could get hurt or fall through a floor or anything. But like my friend, I seen fell through a floor, but he was still all right. But 
I've never had nothing else happen. Wow. And I've been everywhere. Like, even some of the spots where, you know, I don't know. Like, I just think something definitely could have happened where I would fall, and I didn't. So I'm yeah. very happy. This I might get jinxed. This could be it. But, <laughs> yeah, because of this podcast. Right. Fuck. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, this is it. Oh, man. So speaking of, like, risk, like, what has been your riskiest exploration? Like, I'm talking, like, you know, risky as far as, like, uh, you know, illegal or, or or police involvement or, you know, anything crazy like that? Well, I did when I when I was doing Chernobyl, we the the guides and their whole company, like they they knew me. They all to this day, they want me to go back to Chernobyl. Well, not right right now, but they want me to go back to Chernobyl. Um, they just like having me. I kind of boost them up. Sure. Uh, bring more people to their companies and things like that. So if I say, hey, can I do this? They're like, yeah, they'll, they'll <laughs> let me do whatever I want. They don't sick, care anymore. Sick. But in one I, I, I specifically asked, said, hey, can we go down? to the hospital room mm. where the firefighter suits are that mm-hmm. are for the people that died um, from the radiation, like their suits are still on the ground. I said, can I go see them? And to this day, like, even though like, I don't know, like, I just feel like, man, that was like one of the most dangerous things I've ever done because the radiation levels weren't bad, but it's just like, if you would have breathe something in and then it stays in your lungs. I feel like cancer could just come just from that. And mm. I think it could, but like the guide says it was safe, safe enough for us to go down. And he says one of the reasons why it was super safe is because the the whole place was flooded with water. So oh. there was really no particles able to kind of like float into the air. Sure. But man, like just that alone, what if it was just dry a little bit? Or what if there's like a spot that was dry and I breathed some of it in? Like I seen some of the read, I read, I was doing some of the readings. I don't really understand it now. I kind of forgot. This was like six years ago, but some of the readings, man, were definitely like super dangerous. And I was like, what am I doing actually? Yeah. I mean, even that Ferris wheel outside, like, you know, like even the the radiation on those is pretty crazy. Oh, no, it is. Exactly. Yeah. So if you take your Geiger counter and put it to it, like touch the object, mm-hmm. you can see that it's dangerous. But if you're around it, you're safe. So that's how he was trying to tell me that that's how it was in the basement. But it's like, man, I don't, I don't know. I've seen a lot of people also say that you should have done it and the guy doesn't fully understand. But I mean, hey, he's old and he's still going. He's been doing this for so long, but he doesn't really go down there ever. So I'm not sure. But if let's just say I was safe. Then my other thing would be that one of the most dangerous things I've done was to sneak inside Fukushima. I'd say that would be the most oh, hardcore fuck. thing I've done. Yeah. Cause that was like being in the red zone without like someone that says, okay, this is dangerous for you or not. And I already did Chernobyl. So I was getting like a good understanding of uh, like radiation, how it affects you. So I kind of mm-hmm. felt like I was okay enough to go inside Fukushima, but man, getting caught there would be like really bad. And I was, you know, I was just out there saying, screw it. Let's go film this stuff. And, I had no one to help, like no guy, no permission. I was just like, screw it, we're going in. And wow. I feel like that was my most or some of the most dangerous ones, except I don't know, maybe Battleship Island could have been the worst one. I don't know. Uh, I've done so many where I'm like, okay, like maybe this is the most dangerous one, but maybe that one is or the next one. I, d- I don't know. Sure. Yeah. No, it's yeah. it's fascinating. You know, the places you've been like Battleship Island, there's like the, the side you can see that's like the tourist part where you like walk on, go like 100 feet and then walk back off, get on a boat and leave. But I mean, yeah. to, to actually get to like explore these super forbidden places, if for lack of a better term, like, what is that like for you? Like, like talk about the mentality of an urban explorer. Like, why do you keep doing this? Like, what is it about it? Um, 
it's obviously like the basic things everyone will say. It's obviously the thrill. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 somewhat free in a way, I guess. Again, yeah. I'll bring that up. I mean, besides the travel costs, but it's more than that. It's like I get so excited to see these places rather than to go inside a museum and then see them in a book or just see some behind glass. Hmm. Like even in, even in old houses, like from like the fifties, like American houses that have really preserved. I'm like, wow, this is so awesome to see this because this is something I'll see on stranger things now at this point, like everything, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like just this, that, that imagine go inside that same house, but frozen in time. Like they, they exist in the U S so I get really amped to see that because if not, I'll have to see them in like a museum now right. or something like that, like the old stuff. Um, so that's like another big thing. Um, and again, it's also just getting that 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 photo, that photo of something amazing that that flips upside down, like something that that you'll see. Or, or or here's the thing, right? Like I'll go inside, like a theme park, right? And like families have been has have went there countless times. Their 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 memories are shared there. They it's some of their most happiest moments with their family together. And then you go there, and you're there by yourself, and the place is destroyed or upside down. And mm-hmm. it's got a complete different experience to be there. And then you'll see pictures online and how it used to look. And it's just amazing to compare your shot to, to someone's family's shot with them smiling. And now you're seeing it completely dead and rusted, but they're seeing it alive. And wow. like, I love that so much. That's like some of my favorite things. And then being able to post it online so that people can say, thank you. Like I was there so many years ago and I got that nostalgic feeling because of you. That makes me feel good. That's mm-hmm. why I like to post the videos on it because I get the I get to show the other side of it now that people yeah. can't see anymore. People might have forgot about it, and now it's still there because we can, you know, we're able to like bring it back to life in some way or form. Yeah, and you know, my favorite one of my favorite things about doing this is like getting the emails from the the patients of the hospitals or the security guards that say like, "Congrats on getting in there!" Like that's pretty cool that you got to go inside. You know, like that kind of stuff like floors me and makes me want to do it more. You know, and uh, just yeah. getting getting those like patient emails. Like I grew up running the halls of that hospital. Like that's crazy to me, and it, it's it just makes it like full circle. And you know, I. I visited this uh, abandoned restaurant in Portugal. It's like a 360 degree restaurant that overlooks all of Lisbon. And in my video, I was saying like, I want to one day explore this place with the architect that built it. Like there's something about like the idea of maybe potentially one day exploring some of these places with the people that built them. I just think that would be the coolest thing ever, you know, like just to be able to experience what they saw it as. Dude, that would be actually incredible. Right? Like, imagine, yeah, like, going back to Chernobyl with somebody that built something there. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I get excited just thinking about it right now. If right? you can do that, man, that'd be awesome. Yeah, it would be crazy. But uh, do you have a favorite exploration? You've done a lot over the years, you know, but do you have an overall, like, favorite, favorite exploration? Man. Um, I mean, Nara Dreamland will always be my number one favorite place, and that's an abandoned theme park in Japan for those who don't know. And what happened was it's like, I'll say this. It's like, if you're in Disneyland or Disney world and you're by yourself, that's how Nara dreamland is because it, it, they took it from, they took the idea, they took everything, the castle, they took it all from Disney world and they just built their own copying that. So essentially you're literally in Disney world by yourself, but wow. everything upside down again, tipped over. Yeah. So you can see everything abandoned, overgrown. You're, you're, you're inside the castle by yourself it's my it's the best explorer of my life and it's so cool just to see something that was happy and now like kind of twisted in a dark setting i just love it 
Yeah. So that's, yeah, number one for sure. Super Always. sick. Well, like, what a cool place. The photos of it are incredible. And, you know, I really, I'm dying to go over to Japan and check some of this stuff out because they've got so many cool things over there. They do. Yeah, yeah. Japan has some of the best, I think, abandoned out in yeah. that country. I like, because that's what's cool about abandoned in other countries because you go to France for the, the mansions. You go to sure. Japan for the theme parks. You sure. go to... Germany for some asylums, but also a mix of houses. You right. go to Italy for everything, but you go to Italy mostly for the asylums. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So you, every every place has different stuff. So that's the beauty of exploring abandoned worldwide because you see stuff you can't see in your country somewhere else and what they're known for in different things. It's awesome. Yeah. So so talk about some of the like collaborations you've done, some of the people you've gotten to explore with over the years, like some of your favorite things you've gotten to do with them. Man, honestly, like I kind of keep low key, sure. like in that field, like I don't really explore with any other explorers or people. Mm -hmm. I mean, I explored with Yes Theory. Yep. Um, they were really cool. They they actually hit me up yesterday. They're they're asking to do something again, which it's been a while since we've done. Say stuff. yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I explored with Fun for Louie. I explored with um. I I I mean Sam and Colby, but we done us we done a few things together. They're not really like fully into the abandoned scene. Yeah, they're they're doing saying, more like ghost stuff now, huh? Yeah, they do mostly ghost stuff. But if if we're just throwing like random collabs in general, then yeah, I've done stuff with Sam and Colby. Yes, Derry. Um, I've done stuff with a few YouTubers, but in terms of like people that are in like the the Urbex community, I I just stay out of it for the most part. Sure. So I don't really explore with other people. Yeah. Except I mean, like fair. my little crew of friends. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, fair. Keep your circle tight, you know? Yeah. Usually that's how it is. So. Absolutely. Um, so what do you do when you're not exploring abandoned shit? <laughs> um, well, it's, there's a lot. There's a lot. Like, like if I'm not exploring abandoned stuff, I'm doing ghost stuff lately. And if I'm not doing ghost stuff, I'm kind of just like hanging out at home resting. Cause like, that's, that's like, that's all I ever do. Like I just explore right. stuff even off camera. Like I still explore off camera. Like I'll, I'll go to a small town that's not abandoned, but I just want to see what the town's like, I don't know, cafe has to offer, like what sure. kind of bakery they have. Yeah. Sure. I'm like super simple guy off camera. Like I just want to hang out and do like fun or dumb shit. Honestly, like I don't care what it is. I'll, I'll, I'll I just want to try new things and do whatever I'm, I'm, but it still has something to do with like excitement or travel. Like I still want to travel or do something. I love that. Um, I also, also, I'll I'll play lots of games. I'm I'm in the video games hard. So like off camera, I'm just playing video games. That's literally it. Love it. Uh, do you have anything you're yeah. playing right now that you're like super jazzed about? Um, the game called The Quarry. It okay. just it just came out. Uh, The Quarry just came out, and it's like a game where uh, you you're kind of picking and choosing what to do. It's like you're in a movie. And then you're just picking where to go. Like if the character goes left or right, you have to pick it. When you pick it, then it makes another new ending that could happen because you just turned left instead of right. It's like something like that. Sick. There's this game that I heard about recently. It's called like 99 Levels or something. Have you heard of this? Oh, no. What's oh, that 99 about? Rooms. It's I guess it's like an urban exploring video game from like years ago. But I was on tour in Europe and... Uh, this guy was like, oh, you got to play 99 Rooms. And I was like, what? What is this game? And he was like, well, if you're into urban exploring, you got to check this game out. It's like a, an urbex, like, choose your own adventure, kind of like what you're talking about, but with, like, different rooms, I guess. What? Yeah. What's, I've never heard of this. What's it called? 99 99 levels? Rooms. Oh. oh, I got to check it out. Yeah. Check that out for 99 sure. 99 Levels. Didn't they come out with another game, too, like Chernobyl? Like, they made a Chernobyl game. Did they actually? They did, yeah. I've no seen way. It. It's an indie company. 
Sick. I got to check that out. I So I'm like, I've been fascinated with Chernobyl for, oh my God, uh, over a decade, you know, like where I'm 29 as well. And, and the, the first time I heard about Chernobyl, I was like, oh my God, can I go there? <laughs> and I've since talked yeah. to a couple people that have gone, you know, and I had a, a friend of mine did a, uh, uh, I think a BBC documentary about Chernobyl like a couple years ago. And he got to stay like a week in Chernobyl, like in the buildings. And he said it was insane. And one of the coolest things he's ever done. And I, I have yet to go to Chernobyl. And obviously, like we were talking about earlier, we can't really go right now because, you know, everything that's going on. Yeah. But, you know, it's definitely a, a dream of mine to to visit. Um, for you, do you have any bucket list places that you haven't been yet that you want to go to? Um, I think right now it would be the space shuttle. Oh, and, and, yeah. <laughs> the space shuttle. Oh, God. I, I know, I know. It's like, honestly, the last kind of bucket list spot that I'm like, yeah, like I, it's like a dream to go. Mm-hmm. I think I've done everything else. I mean, there's always new spots that pop up. Sure. I'm like, wow, I have to go here. Oh, my God. But right now it's like if I could go to the space shuttle, that would be the one I'd go to or yeah. the, the one I'm on, I'm on my list. Yeah. And that one, you know, that one's just like a mission in itself to even get there. And then you got security and then you got, you know, all this, all this shit you have to jump through, like all these hoops and stuff. But I mean, man, what a dream that would be to see that thing. It's so sick. Yeah, I wish to. I do. Hopefully. I'm sure you'll get there. I'm sure you'll get there. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not like a diehard like I used to be. I won't lie. Like, sure. After I I do this, I do it a lot. And like, now I'm like. You know, I started doing ghost videos, which I I generally really do love. And I started like wanting to do more travel stuff now. So I I still love doing abandoned. It's just like I'm not a diehard like I used to be. Like if I go to the the rocket ship, the rocket ship, if I go to the space shuttle or not, I'm not going to die over it anymore. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a good mentality to have, especially with like the amount of risk it has, you know, surrounding it. You know, is it is it worth it to go? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, no, that too that too yeah i used to risk it all and now i'm like i'm more relaxed about it i don't know because i'm getting older i don't know but i mean that could have something to do with it but i mean also you've you've done so many things like you you know you it's it's understandable that you're not as like uh like i guess die hard about it you're more relaxed about it i think that's awesome you know i think that you've kind of like gotten into your groove and you're and you're flourishing and obviously you're growing and your channel's growing and you're like what else what else are you doing on youtube do you plan to do like another channel for your travel stuff or do you just want to like kind of keep that to yourself um no so what what i'm what i'm doing now is i start another channel called just joshing you and I, I bought a bus. It's being converted right now into like an RV. Like it's it's like gonna it's like gonna be an RV bus, right? Cool. And I wanna I wanna do like a lot of places with. I wanna drive places. I wanna film like Route sixty six tour. Cool. Um, just film yeah random museums on the side of the road. Just stuff on that channel. That's what I wanna do. And the main channel is still gonna stay the same. Love so that. I just wanna add on to it. Yeah. That's cool, man. I love that you're kind of branching out and getting into more passions and, you know, you, you clearly love travel. So, I mean, like to continue that on a different channel is going to be super cool to see another aspect of your personality, uh, kind of shine through that too. Exactly. That too. Yeah. So if you could live in one abandoned place you've explored for an entire week, which place would it be? Man, it'd still be NAR dreamland. Honestly. (laughs) Yeah. For sure. I mean, um, yeah, I'd say I'd say it'd still be that. I mean, that place is just amazing. 
I wouldn't know what else it would be, honestly. Yeah. I mean, hey, that's fair. It's a it's a cool ass spot, you know. Like, uh, it it's got to be at the top of so many people's lists to explore that place. You know, it's just such a yeah. nuts concept. Like you were saying, like going to Disneyland by yourself. Like, when is that ever gonna happen? <laughs> That's true. I mean, if it wasn't that, I'd say like Fukushima because it's so big and there's so much abandoned, there's so much abandoned there that like it'll take, it probably would literally take a week to actually see everything. Yeah. So it'd be one or that. It'd be one of those two things. Got you. Uh, So if people are trying to grow their own YouTube channel with Urban Exploring, do you have any tips for them? Oh man, that's like so hard to say now. Yeah. And I think one of the things is, is like abandons like dying in yeah. my opinion for like YouTube. I, mm-hmm. I don't think, I think if, if someone's new starting to abandon, the odds of growing is like super slim now. I, sure. I, everyone, a lot of people do it on YouTube now, but that's not also a reason why I think you can't do it. I just think in general, people don't care about it that much. People yeah. have seen hospitals now for seven, eight, nine years on the internet that are abandoned. So the viewers and everyone that are around don't want to see that. They want to see like more, maybe, maybe more history to it mm-hmm. and less of like, I don't know how to explain it. Like more talking about the history of the place for like five minutes and moving on. I don't think it's like, let's get a whole explore, a whole walkthrough. And I think it has to be done different. It's the only yeah. way to grow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah. Personally, for me, I, I've found that they really like the voiceover commentary, dude. Like, they love exactly. that. See, exactly. You know, that, like you yeah. were saying, the history. And, exactly. you know, I, I have a video that's on TikTok. It got, like, a million views. It was, like, my first one to, like, blow up. And the, it was just me talking about, like, how how the city left all this contaminated shit in this asylum. Like, how can they do that kind of thing, you know? And yeah. pe- people loved the dramatic voiceovers over the spooky yeah. footage, man. They, they exactly. eat it up. So, yeah. That's, yeah. It's I think crazy. that's it. It's like stuff for five minutes or less. Yep. Talking about the history is more, like, more interesting now to people than actually exploring and talking about it and going through the place now. Yep. I, I just think that's how it is. I'm that, and that's one of the reasons why, like, I don't know, like, I'm, I've been there and I've done it, kind of thing. Like, I, I want to kind of switch it up a bit. I don't know how I want to do it yet, but even I'm at the point where I'm ready to figure out something different. Uh, yeah. I don't know how yet. I don't know. I don't know. There's gonna be a new format. Cool. I just don't know when. Yeah, but it's the best way. I, I don't think there really is no advice I can give except to do that. Is you're gonna have to study, look at my videos, look at the proper people's, mm-hmm. look at some other people and then how can you do those different because right now that's the only way you're going to grow because you're not going to really grow from doing the proper people or my format anymore because yep. it's just not what's in it's not the thing that's in absolutely so yeah. what do you hope for the future of urban exploring um well i don't really know because Right now, all my favorite places that I used to go to are gone. So yeah. I think exploring's almost. I I, I think it's gonna be gone in like ten years. Except, the, I mean, there's always gonna be the next abandoned. Yeah. So yeah. it's like I don't I don't know how this is gonna play yet. I'm not sure myself. I don't know what I hope for it. I mean, because all the like the Kirkbride asylums, yeah. all these things that I love are all getting knocked down. Yep. So it's like I don't know if I'll like it thirty years from now because then it's gonna be like 
there's just no architecture houses. that's the yeah, same. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, the architecture is not the same as, mm -hmm. as it was before. Yep. It's not going to look cool. I'm going to go inside a building and just not really want to take a picture because the hallways, <laughs> the archways, nothing's the same. Yeah, I don't absolutely. care about houses that much. There's people that do houses on the internet and on YouTube, and like the house doesn't even look abandoned, and they're posting this, and I'm like, I don't even care about it at all. Not even yep. a percent. Yeah, I rather, like I'm just going to flip. Yeah. Yeah, I could give a fuck about a house, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I don't care. Like, there is there is a time though when houses are interesting. Sure. Like, like if like the owner was like the owner of Coca Cola and his sure. house is abandoned. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, I do like that. It has to have a good story because if it doesn't have a story, I'm literally not gonna go inside. I'm not. I don't care to even look at your photo because if it doesn't even look abandoned or there's dust on the ground or something, I don't give a shit about that house photo or the video itself. Hundred <laughs> percent, dude. No, you yeah. and you and everybody else. I feel. I mean, like I, mansions. Mansions cool. Always gonna be cool. You know, because they're all different. They're usually custom right. built, but like. Your general house, like, I don't care. I don't care about a house, you know, unless it's from, yeah. like you said, like the 50s, you know, and there's like yep. cool shit in the house. But the only houses I've been in are like hoarders houses and I don't want to be in there anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that's it's disgusting. It's fucking exactly. gross. It uh, is. It is, though. It is. Yeah. So last question for you. What is something you know now that you wish you knew when you started exploring? Hmm. I'd say, well, something I knew. Now. All right, yeah. If it was like YouTube wise, I, there's so much I wish I knew when I first started. But in terms of like just exploring abandoned, um, maybe about like, dang, that's hard, actually. That's the one that gets everybody. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, I feel, I, I think exploring is also about like fixing up your curiosity. So you kind of learn as you go. There's like a whole journey to it. And maybe I'm glad I didn't know anything about exploring. I think, I think I like to learn. I like to just learn as I go. Like I travel and I learn. So if I learned everything before I started exploring, maybe it wouldn't be as cool to me. Mm. That that's like one thing I can look at it. But if there's something I could like, like I wish I knew before starting, hmm. like business wise for YouTube, there's a lot to it. Like if I knew how to make a video now and I started back then, oh my god, there's there's so much more to it. You're you'll be so ahead of its time. You know, back then I'm just posting up a video, not knowing how to make a thumbnail, mm. and now it's like if I wish I knew now, it'd be titles and thumbnails. That's Number Damn. one thing. Yeah. If I wish I first started YouTube back in the day for exploring, it would be how important thumbnails and titles actually are. That yeah. would be an answer I'd give you. But for abandon itself, I don't know. Like, what is what is an example? Like, tell me some of yours. Uh, so, <laughs> that, oh, shit. That you okay, put me on yeah. the spot. Uh, so yeah. something I wish I knew when I started exploring, maybe like, I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I just got asked this question too, and I like didn't know how to answer it myself, but I love this question so much. And like, you know, I, I don't know. A lot of people say like, wear different shoes or bring a flashlight or bring glow sticks with you. You know, I have an entire guidebook that I just put out about how to explore abandoned places with tips for literally like, there's like 50 tips in this book of how to do this. But like, <laughs> I guess for me, it would be like, I don't know, do more research beforehand you know, on the place. Mm. So, you know, like 
maybe how to get in or or just the history of the place because without knowing that like you go into a place blind and don't know anything about it so you don't maybe you don't know that there's a morgue yeah. in the hospital or you don't know there's a surgical classroom in the hospital you know so if you do the research beforehand you're gonna have all this other information and it's gonna make your explore more interesting i could say that's a good one yeah, yeah that's that's not bad there was that website i wonder if it's still here let's see really quick because that's where I would like do a lot of research before entering the buildings. I wonder if I, wonder if, if I type in abandoned. Is it Atlas buildings. Obscura? Nah, nah, that one didn't exist yet. I don't think. Oh, you're talking um, about old it school. Was, yeah, it's when I first started. I wonder if it would even show. Let's see. I'm trying to remember the name of it. Uh, I probably can't even find it. Let's see. Let's see. It was such a cool website. I really enjoyed it. And, like, I would be able to find, like, pictures of the old place of the hospital and, Dope. like, what it was used for. And I would just read them before I would go inside. And that's one of the best parts, too, is, like, when you read about the place and then you go to the place and you see what you were reading about, yep. it just kind of, like, amps you up. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but I can't find it. But one. Of, all right. So I guess the only thing I could say is the one thing I think that's really important that I wish I knew more of. And mind you, I still did it, is how important it is to wear, like I think, like a, a mask for breathing mm. under there. Mm -hmm. That, yeah, like I wore it a lot. I think I wore it a ton, but there was still a few times where like I didn't bring it, and I just wish I brought it. I mean, that's... For sure. You don't, I don't know what's going to happen to me... Let's say when I'm 50, like, am I going right. to be exposed to like from all the asbestos and yeah. I'm have cancer? I don't actually know. I've, I've done this so much, so much that I'm like, it's possible. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. But I, did I still this, did wear a mask a lot. Yeah, I did this episode uh, last year. And uh, <laughs> during that episode, I was like, you know, one day they're going to have, you know, those like commercials, like, have you been diagnosed with mesothelioma, oh blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. you know, like you may be entitled for compensation. Like there's going to be one of those one day that's going to be like, dude, did you explore? Me. It's going to be you. And you're going to be like, did you explore abandoned buildings? <laughs> you oh may be God. entitled for compensation <laughs> from the government. Oh my. I know. I hope not, but uh. I just feel like it depends. Cause right. I, I done so much research. Like I was like, all right. Like most people, like, let's say they're mining. A lot of them have have like some sort of cancer now yeah. from it because but they were mining with no mask and they were under there for like eight hours every day for right. a few five or five, six years. Yeah, I've done a lot of abandon, but like I did wear my mask a lot and a lot of places I'm not kicking the dust around. Sure. So it's really hard to say we won't know. We'll never know. But it's yeah. one of those where like we're, we're eventually we're going to know down the road. I feel like you're going to be like the first case study for this because <laughs> yeah. you were like one of yeah. the, you know, like, yeah. I, I mean, people have been exploring abandoned for fucking ever. But I mean, like ever. as far as like yeah. someone who's documented their journey through it, I mean, you're True. one of the yeah. first guys, you know, so it's going to be interesting for to sure. see what happens like 20, 30 years down the road. And, you know, I, I hope that one day you pick a camera like but down the road after you've like stopped doing YouTube or you've moved on to the next thing or retired or whatever. And you just look back at that first video you posted and just do a reaction video to it like 30 years later. Like, that's what I want to see. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll see, right? We're going to find out. I hope not. I'm I'm crossing my fingers. I'm praying. So we'll 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 figure that out. I'm sure you're going to be fine, Josh. But thank I you for so. coming on No Tracers. If people want to keep following your journey, drop your uh, social media right here. Let them know where they can find you. 
Oh yeah, just type in exploring with Josh. You know, same on Twitter, same on Instagram. Oh no, Twitter's I underscore am underscore Joshio, but everything else is exploring with Josh. So, I appreciate you having me on. By the way, absolutely. Thanks. This was the uh, 100th episode, so thank oh, you. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Dang, that's good. Well, guys, that was episode 100 of the No Tracers podcast with Exploring with Josh. What a cool freaking episode, man. Like, I've been trying to get Josh on this podcast for quite a while, and it was just so rad to get to pick his brain about exploring and talk to the guy and, you know, kind of get some YouTube advice, you know, because I, you know, I've been doing YouTube content for a decade as well. And, you know, I've been trying to grow this new channel, No Tracers Urbex, and, uh, you know, it's been a fun time and with YouTube shorts coming out, like that's been fun and gained a lot of traction with that. And so I'm super curious to see where Josh goes with his uh, travel content and the future of what he's doing. If you guys want to follow him, exploring with Josh on everything, I am Josho on Twitter. All his links are down in the description for you guys. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with somebody. I know people like listening to this podcast on their way to Bandos while they're exploring or while they're doing stuff around the house. So let me know where you listen to the podcast on Instagram at no.tracers. If you want to come on the podcast, hit me up. We're going to bank these next 100 episodes. Let's do this. If you want to come on, yeah, hit me up at no tracers or contact at notracers.com. Pick up one of the photography books at notracers.com slash shop. And I'll talk to you guys next week with another episode of the No Tracers podcast. Stay strong. Keep enduring. Go out. Go explore something. And remember, leave no trace.